Welcome on back to the next episode of the Country and Coal Cans podcast. We are the Oak City Drifters. I'm Logan. I'm Andy. And today, you know, it's a nice summer day here in Raleigh, North Carolina. The weather's nice. I mean, it rained all weekend, so finally the sun's back out. But the weather's nice. It's cloudy. Yeah, it's, it's, better than, <laughs> it's better than the pouring rain we've had. <laughs> but uh, anyways, the, the bad weather has kind of been fitting for the mood lately with, you know, with everyone that by now knows the kind of crappy news about the Turnpike Troubadours going on an indefinite hiatus. Yep, everybody. I'm assuming everybody pretty much knows what's going on, even though they never said it. So yeah, we all kind of know that. You know, like first and foremost, we all we officially want to say that we, you know, we want the Evan Felker to, you know, sort out his his demons and get everything under control because his health is more important than any any band. I think that's everyone can agree on that. I mean, yeah, I, I say you agree with that too, Andy. Yeah, so. everybody does. But yeah. if anybody wants a apartment in Tulsa, Oklahoma, RC Edwards has one for rent. <laughs> Two bedrooms, six fifty a month. True enough, true enough. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, on back to the music side of it though, this just kind of sucks because as anyone who's passively listened to us or followed any of our content knows that we're huge Turnpike Troubadours fans. Wearing Turnpike hat right now. Yeah, Andy is actually wearing his brand new Turnpike hat that he got the, after we got the news on the hiatus. We kind of bought some of the the merch just in case it came down from the store. But um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was crappy news. I mean, when this, one of your favorite bands and, you know, objectively one of the, probably the best band in country music, in my opinion, I mean. I think that's most people's opinion. Yeah, I mean. It's not your own, so. <laughs> yeah, it's the beauty of America. <laughs> You're allowed to be wrong. But yeah, I mean, it kind of sucks that, you know, Turnpike's on hiatus. Hopefully everything will, hopefully get, everything get will get fixed. Get fixed and then fixed. get back to going. Yeah, but I mean, I'm I've, Andy and I were talking about this the other week. I, I'm a little bit, you know, I don't know if they were to get back together. I just wonder if the magic would be gone because a lot of times that happens when bands get back together. I think it'd still be good. Maybe. I mean, it just depends on how long of a hiatus they're on, though. True. It depends on whatever. If everybody else ends up doing something no. different, they've already when everybody gets back to where they could get back together, people have already got commitments where they can't. Yeah. They can't just drop the commitments they're in to go back because everybody still has the families to feed. Very much agree. I mean. But like I said, the second time around, things are typically not as good as the first time around, which is, it kind of sucks, but I mean, it's, it's more of a nostalgia factor when bands get back together or when, in UNC's case, when they brought back their old-ass coach, Mac Brown, I mean, he may have been good for him in the 90s, but you know what, screw UNC, and hopefully he sucks and they suck. I know, kind of a, got off topic there, but still, it's always worth saying that UNC sucks. <laughs> Go to hell, Carolina. It might be, uh, might be in a CCR uh, situation all over again. Yeah, and when he says CCR, as a lot of Everybody our Red Dirt ragweed. fans knows, crossing your ragweed rather than credence. But, but yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see. Hopefully, like the guys will get it back together. I mean, <laughs> now the one thing I will say is like a lot of people have been taking this news rough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I like I took it pretty bad. As in my one of my favorite bands, second favorite band probably ever isn't back together. But a lot of people have taken it hard. Like they've freaking lost a member of the family or something. Yeah. And I feel bad for those people because they really have been, really been taking it hard when it comes to them talking about drinking themselves to sleep and everything. I'm like, you, you might want to calm down a little bit. Drink myself to sleep, sleep again. again. But yeah, and then Terrified wasn't the only one to go on hiatus, and we also had Shotgun Rider. I realized they're not as popular, but I, 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 I thought didn't they know, were good, man. I didn't I mean, know as many people listened to them as they did. Yeah, like I was surprised that was as big of a news yeah. as it was. I didn't realize they were. That popular because I mean I've listened to them. Yeah, I like Shotgun Rider. They put seven out seven miles south. I guess yeah, what they, they used to be. They, they, yeah. I mean, was it 
the th- I don't know it was what three people from south, seven miles south. I think so. Did they just drop so. a person shotgun rider? Possibly. Are they I mean, gonna I really drop another know. one and just go on to the next one? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know what the reason for their breakup is. Like we're all it's well documented with Turnpike, like the struggles that Evan has gone through, yeah. and everyone by now has probably seen that that very cringeworthy video of the with the um the, that benefit for the, 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 uh, the fiddle shop the fiddle shop and, uh, yeah. Guthrie and Guthrie yeah or. Is it in Guthrie? Sure it was Guthrie Oklahoma. Was it? Okay. Pretty sure. Could be wrong. Yeah. But but yeah, like we all we've all probably seen that by now. That was just bad. But uh, you know, like I said, addiction is a real thing and you know, our prayers are with uh the Turnpike Troubadours people with Evan Felker, with the family, you know, hopefully everything gets sorted out there. But when it comes to shotgun rider, we don't know why necessarily they break or going on hiatus, I guess is the term. Well, I think they broke up. Did they just break up? I'm pretty sure they just broke up. I can't remember. The sad thing is I wrote the article for our website and I can't remember what the official statement uh, I'm was. I'm pretty sure their official statement was that they decided to go their separate ways. No. That they're done. I guess say that kind of sucks because they've done, um, you know, I think they did what, three or four EPs and one full length debut. They got um, one with full length album. Yeah. And then. Texas Rain keeps coming back around. Yeah, maybe in, the, maybe in whatever incarnation they decide to come again, we'll have a third version of Texas Rain. Texas, uh, yeah, Rain. But but yeah, like Shotgun Rider was. They had a lot of potential though too, because I think they were one of the bands that had a. They they did a good job of melding together the traditional with the contemporary because they were somewhere in between a George Strait and a Kings of Leon. <laughs> Is <laughs> how I read somebody kind of. Uh, refer to them and you know that there's nothing wrong with that they were good like i enjoyed their music i mean hopefully the best to whatever path the two dudes are taking in shotgun rider but yeah we'll see i mean I don't but know. that's the thing about music man like not every band makes it and it's sad because there's a lot of good music out there because I, I didn't it took me the longest time before i knew seven miles south was shotgun became yeah, shotgun yeah. rider i didn't know that yeah I didn't either. I think you were the one actually brought that. Yeah, because then I heard Texas Rain. Then I looked yeah. down and I wasn't seven miles south. I was right. Like, it was another. It's these people. Yeah, it was another one. But uh, but yeah, I mean, hopefully things will work out in both these cases. Like I said, our thoughts and prayers are out that way. But we've also had a lot of new music, you know, come out here in the last few weeks. I know recently, just yes, or no, Friday. We had uh, new singles from Mike and the Moon Pies and Dylan Carmichael. Both of them, I really do. I like Mike and the Moon Pie song because it reminds me, it sounds a lot like Beaches of Biloxi. Yeah. And I think yeah. Beaches of Biloxi is one of the best yeah. songs and ever. The Mike and the Moon Pie song we're referring to is their brand new single, uh, you, you Look Good in Neon. And it's essentially, it has that kind of smooth 1980s country vibe, I think. Like, sounds just like Beaches of Biloxi. Yeah, it does sound a lot like Beaches of Biloxi, in my opinion. But it, um, they, it has like that kind of that smooth, kind of easygoing 1980s country that, vibe. That easy I, sound with the pedal steel. Yeah, yeah. And it's about like, it's honestly, just boil it down to the nuts and bolts here. Like, it's about a dude who <laughs> about is. About the nuts and bolts. <laughs> he's hammered drunk at a bar at, near closing time. And the, the opening lines, he's talking about how his standards have dropped. And he sees this this young lady across the bar and saying that, you know, he might not tell his friends about her, but she looks good in the neon. <laughs> so, People need to get their lives. Yeah, together. it's an interesting, definitely an interesting <laughs> subject matter, but I mean, it's it's a good song, though. Like, I definitely go check that out. And on the polar opposite of that, we have Dylan Carmichael's song um, that's basically it lists off a bunch of things that, uh, as a single man, he would never do, but he does for the the love interest of his life at the moment. I think it's called I Do For You. Um, so he's listing off things like I don't go, I wouldn't go to the mall on Saturdays or I wouldn't do this or do that. A lot of things that, you know, typically single dudes probably wouldn't do. He's saying, but I'll do it for you. I mean, it's a good song. It's got a very neo-traditional kind of sound. 
But uh, that's kind of like, there's been a lot of good music coming out of Kentucky lately. Those two would give you the, the pick right there. You need to be Mike and the Moon Pies version or the Dylan Carmichael version. They yeah. got everybody covered. Oh, yeah, really, though. Like, between those two. But but like I said, coming out of Kentucky, there's been a lot of you good music the, uh, lately. That super commercial Tyler Childers. I know, song. right? Like, <laughs> Tyler Childers is sold out. What a bastard. But no, like, Tyler Childers, like, that's something that Andy and I have been talking about that it, like, there's a handful of fans out there that are now saying that Tyler Childers has sold out and gone commercial. That, that his new song, the new single, uh, what was the name of it? It's, uh, it's House Fire. I yep, House Fire. Yeah. Because it reminds me of Turnpike song. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, everybody says it's commercial, and to me, it sounds exactly like all the purgatory. Anything off of purgatory. The same person produced it. Yeah. Sounds like Sturgill. Sturgill, I think, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, literally, it's another case of you have a very successful independent artist who signs to a major label, which is not a bad thing you know, if they don't sell out, and he hasn't sold out because it sounds the same damn thing as everything off I, of Purgatory. It sounds identical. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't even know what people are even talking about. It's annoying. They're saying, I don't, like, I heard, I heard read somebody say that he, he wants to hear the mountains in it, and look, fair enough if you if that's what you hear, but I just, like, I don't, I don't get it, man. Like, it, he literally, it sounds just like anything else he's he's done in the past. And, like, the only thing is, though, he's probably got more money for recording now, so he's probably recording a nicer studio. Oh, yeah, sorry. Studio. Sorry, it doesn't sound like it came off of an iPhone. Yeah, like, I mean, authentic doesn't mean crap sounding. I mean, you can, you can, he's, it's, Still sounds just like anything he's done. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a good song. I mean, it is. I mean, I, I, then the same people that, that say all these things say that the Trailer Park album by Chris Knight's trash because no. it, it sounds terrible and you recorded it in a right. trailer. Yeah. But then they want Tyler Childers to sound like a trailer. Yeah, it's another case of, you know, like I, I'm, I'm definitely an independent music fan, but independent music fans can be so freaking hipster about things sometimes it gets annoying because like either you know can't nobody do anything it's yeah you can't it's fine as long as you are playing little little small rock clubs and hardly nobody's showing up because it's cool but as soon as they get a little bit of a following they're like oh they sold out let's move on to the next the next up and coming thing and that guy's and then that guy's cool popular yeah and like I, I don't know. It's, I think it people it was everybody liked Tyler Childers until like it became popular, and then yeah, it's, it's no longer cool. Now it's like cool to not like him anymore. Like, because look, I just all I can say is like if we offend people, I don't really give a shit. It's our podcast. Like, get over yourself. Like Tyler Childers is still making the same music he's been making since he's been making music, and it's it's really there's there's that's really not up for debate. I mean, it surprises me the amount of people that have never heard of Purgatory, but no White House Road. They've yeah, never yeah, heard yeah. the album. Oh, they, yeah. they hear the and acoustic version. To be fair, the people that we're talking about with that are a lot more of like mainstream fans. They somehow say they know Tyler Childers, but they only know that one song. I don't understand. They, they, how, don't, yeah. they don't even know the yeah. album version. They know the, the acoustic version. Exactly. Which I don't exactly. think is near as good. No, I don't think so either. I, th- I think it's good. Tyler Childers If you want the White House Road performer. experience, yeah. I, I feel like you need th- not the yeah. acoustic version, a full band or f- like and the album cut. I'll tell you what. I've got tickets to see Tyler Childers here in the Oak City on de- December 18th, I believe. On oh, Wednesday. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you... Everybody please stop playing on Wednesday. Yeah, really. Though. I'm going to give you a full report on if this guy is sold out. If he comes out in skinny jeans and starts shaking his butt around stage, singing Country Girl, shake it for me, then, yeah, I'll jump on board. But until that happens, I would Tyler Childers Childers is still making music that is 100% authentic to who Tyler Childers is and who he has sold himself to as to, to, for, for the fans. Like, it's just get out of here with that weak sauce. Yeah, it's the only steak sauce. Only steak sauce. It's got to be A1. And then, let's see, out of... Uh, Don Domino's got a new single out. Yep, and that song's awesome. Freshly freshly sober. Yeah, 150 
when I think when that came out, he was somewhere around 150 days. Yeah, so over he's that. probably more than that now. But like, yeah, he's more than that definitely now. Definitely more than that now. But so congrats on that. Yeah, totally. But yeah, great new song with uh this the uh the new uh, what's her name Kelsey. Uh, uh, that I, I don't definitely know her don't know how to say. I'm her not gonna pretend like I know. I don't know how to say her last name. She seemed I I never heard her until she was on that single adult and that yeah. she seems to be pretty new. That was she does very good on her verse on that. For sure. I really enjoyed that. Really like that song. Yeah. Great writing. Yep. Great. It's got a great that, sound. It's, it's very Dalton Domino kind it, of sound. The, the way like the the melody and the chorus and all that stuff. I yeah. really like when Dalton sings that way. Yeah, for sure. Like that's that's like that's a song you definitely need to check out. I'm really looking forward to that I album. I am too. I'm excited for it. it. Was the album's called what? Songs from the Exile, yes. I believe. It At, come late summer I want to say something like that yeah I, I don't really later know. it's later this year is when that's going to come out and then uh what's a Paul we'll, we'll go with Parker first here, yeah right? Parker's, Parker's releasing a single soon. he's got a single coming out soon Pretty Hearts uh, is going to a lot of people probably heard it we've posted it on our website I know a lot of other people have too and uh Pretty Hearts he's been playing live for a while it's a good song it's um Gonna be available everywhere music is consumed. Pretty soon, pretty I remember he said a few weeks, yeah. a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Unless he's gonna sit here and pull a code every time he plays love and say, and here's Parker McCollum, and then everybody freaks out. Yeah. And then he says, ah, just kidding. Yeah, that's pretty funny when Co does that. His album's finally done. Yeah, Co's fi- album's finally done. We posted that on the website the other day. Like Co is uh, said, finally done. It's been two and a half years in the making. So we've been ready for this freaking album. I did see where he Austin said that. Came out he said that he was trying to finish the album one night. But his mom made him go out for margaritas. So he said, if the <laughs> album's late, it was her fault. And blame it on Miss Wetzel. <laughs> but yeah, we're looking forward to that record. That record's going to be fun. And I think we're still planning on going to go see him in July in Virginia Beach. Oh, I would love to. We've got Coulson's a, announced yeah, the opening. We've got a, a few friends that have all become co-fans lately. and It keeps adding up. Yeah, adding I mean, up. it's like, I'm telling you, like, it, it, he's... Whether you like his music or not, and I, I totally get the arguments why people don't like it, but it's more of a generational thing. Younger people like this guy. He's connecting with them for better or for worse, whether you other people may not like it, but I get it. I, I mean, he's connecting you, with I the mean, younger if crowd. If you're definitely an older person, I could definitely and, see why you, you don't like If you the don't guy like rock there. and roll, you're not going to yeah, like it Yeah, if you don't either. like rock and roll yeah. or a guy that drinks a bottle of whiskey on stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I was telling Andy the other day that I played an open mic the other uh, other week, and I covered a Co. Wetzel song, something to talk about. And you should have seen all the sideways glances you were. Uh, I was getting from from the older folks at Abbey Maybe Road. They're not into sleeping with married women. Well, I don't know who necessarily is into that, but Coetzel, Coetzel, I guess. But anyways, lines like like that one. I think Coetzel sleeps with married people. Yeah, we don't know. He that. just sings. Andy's just kind of talking now. But uh, <laughs> song. It is in the song, but the songs like it's killed lines like that, and then lines like fighting cops. I mean, I guess they. They probably didn't like those lines. Jumping out of caskets. Jumping out of caskets. I mean, it is kind of, you know, now that I'm saying this out loud, these lines <laughs> oh, are a little it. bit crazy. Maybe I can see why they don't like it. <laughs> but hey, you know who says in Greg Digger, it's yeah. not a hard, it's not a hard living. It's just hard on yeah. you. Yeah. Like I said, I totally get why someone's not a Co Wetzel fan, especially if you're older. But Co Wetzel's music is fun. It's he's a very underrated songwriter. Yeah, I, I, I mean, totally yeah. agree. I'm excited to hear what the new batch of songs he has because I think that um. It, uh, you, I think that he, you were probably going to see a, a, a jump up in his and Parker's songwriting. I think I, Parker does. I really want to see what Parker's new albums are. Totally, songwriting we've heard wise. some new songs. Songwriting wise, I really want to see where that's yeah. at because I think that guy's as young as he is. I yeah. think he's really him and Dalton Domino. Yeah. I think are two are going to be right in the next yeah. two three years. Dalton's a little bit ahead, I think, of Parker, yeah. but I think those two are going to be some and of the best songwriters. The difference in, in them and Co. Co's a little bit more of a. He has a really rowdy live show, and I think that's kind of what carries a lot of it for him. 
whereas like Parker and Dalton are more of a songwriter-songwriter. I think the only critique you and I have kind of had of Parker is sometimes his writing can be a little bit scattershot. Yeah. It, it yeah. not, just doesn't seem as narrowed down, but he's, all, he's young. He's young. I, I mean, mean he's, he's, he's what, like 26, 27 yeah, years old? 20, yeah, 26, 27. Somewhere in there. But I mean, look, he, most people are not, at that age, it, most people yeah. are not writing that good of music that he's writing. Unless he's written some phenomenal songs. Yeah. Unless Cleo. Well, like you said, they're awesome. And we're Evan Felker. <laughs> yeah. So. Because Cleto's younger than Parker. Yeah. I was yeah. Cleto is probably, is, is better. Cleto is probably, might be a year or two younger than us. Yeah, because Cleto's l- young 20s. Yeah. Yeah, because I know that um, a few members of his band just recently graduated from Texas Tech, I believe. So they're they're a really a, are a young band. So, like guys, Parker and Dalton, I would say much ahead. I would say Cleto is probably a little bit better right now, but it's not a fact. Yeah, but but yeah, uh, we're looking forward to those records. I know that um, Colby Cooper got Colby an Cooper EP. put out an EP. Was, Andy was a big fan of this. I one. really like that EP. I like every. I, re- I like the sound. I like all of this Colby Cooper stuff he's yeah. put out. You know I'm that kid's only 19 years old. I did not know that. He's really, really young. Everything that guy's done, I really like. Yeah. He might be a little young for singing about diamond rings and cocaine. I know, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> like, that dude can't even go buy a beer legally, and he's singing about cocaine that and diamond rings. That whole EP has got, every, it's got fun songs, it's got the sad songs, it's got everything in between. Yeah. So that is a killer EP. That's one so of my too. favorite EPs that's come out this year. Yeah, I was definitely a fan of that. Um, I'm... Uh, He's probably not going to be around North Carolina anytime soon, but one day, like I, I would like to see him live. But uh, and then uh, hopefully he's got an all full album and be coming out soon. I really hope. And so. then kind of shifting gears over to the mainstream side of country music, which I'm more of a fan of some Nashville acts than Andy is. But we had a brand new single from John Party, "Heartache Medication," which was a banger of a song. It uh, has that first fiddle intro on country radio in a while. But that song's a very, very good song. It has a kind of a, a George Strait vibe to it, in my opinion. But um, then, you know, Miranda actually just debuted a new song at CMA Fest last night. And the way she describes that one, I'm excited about this. It's more my thing, more so than Andy's. But it, she describes it as, as, like, punk rock country. And I, I dig that stuff because that's kind of like what the alt country kind of scene was. It's a, a mesh between those two genres. I think, like, old 97s-ish. And, like, that song it was called Locomotive. It was cool. Had that rock and roll kind of edge to it, but it was rooted in, in root music. It's something that I'm definitely, I think I'm going to be a fan of. But um, I, it's probably not I your thing. I haven't kept up with CMA Fest. At yeah. All. Logan Miles is playing. Yeah, Logan Miles is playing. We um, actually just saw him not too long ago in concert. He put on a phenomenal show. Yes, he did. Yeah. Very, very And he's a super nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Super nice guy. Like, really everybody down to earth. Kansas is that nice. Yeah. He takes, t- he, well, he took the time to, like, talk to everybody. Like, he's, um like I said, very genuine person he had torn his achilles and so he was up there hobbling on stage and still put on a good show but i mean like you said if your songs are good you don't have to do all the jumping around dancing and dancing around. then uh riley green's got riley a new, green yeah well, it's not a new song it's a he's a new it's an old new song or new old song however restored yeah whatever but it's, whatever you want to call it. it's a it's a very very good song about you know his granddaddy uh who had alzheimer's and it was called Numbers on the Cars. And it was a song he put out on a few EPs a while back. And um, he did an updated version. And I will say, like, the music video is really good. Uh, you and I were both talking about We both prefer like the older the, version. I do like the original yeah. version better. And, like, it, the song, the lyrics are also the same. The melody's, for the most part, the same. It's a, He's changed it up a couple places here and there. But the um, this one is a lot more, it is a lot more produced. But there's more money behind this. He's with the major, I think he's with uh, Big Machine. Uh, yeah, uh, so. records now, and um, but it, it's still a good song. I'm glad that it's it's 
it's a very sentimental and personal song to him, and I'm glad it's getting some some attention with his new deal and his new like newfound popularity, I guess. And you know, one thing I've noticed because I'm kind of transitioning into talking about Luke Combs, who I'm a huge fan of, and he that dude's just blowing up. He's the biggest thing in country music right now. And um, one thing I've noticed that he and Riley Green are both doing, and I've seen a lot of the younger guys in Nashville doing this, instead of waiting for just regular records here and there, they're releasing EPs as they go along in between records. And Riley Green's re- dropping an EP soon. Luke Combs just put out a new EP. I've seen a lot of people have been putting out albums, though, in two, three parts. Yeah. Parker did that with Parker um, did Probably that, Wrong. Uh, Shane Smith and Saints are doing I it think right that's now. what these guys are doing, too. I think they're... They're, this might be the the uh, the the shift in well, the well. It's different the too because though. people aren't buying hard copies. Yeah, and you, well, you can, that's what I mean. Like yeah, with the new format of yeah, way yeah, music yeah. is consumed. Because if you're streaming on, if you're digital downloading it, you can download the EPs and then you can totally. format together instead of putting out one single. You can yeah. put out three to five songs right. on an EP. Yeah, and, and Luke, then Luke Combs, I think he's probably doing that. So is Riley Green, like we were talking about. But Luke Combs' new EP is definitely recommended. Like it's something that even independent minded. Um, fans will like as long as you're not unless you think Tyler Childers yeah unless you think Tyler Childers commercial then there's just no hope for you because you're just being stupid but um, but yeah Luke Combs you know he, he put out a good record everybody's probably heard the smash this gonna be a smash of the summer beer never broke my heart I mean it's a it's a middle of the road it's not like a song of the year candidate when it comes to the songwriting but it's a fun song it's it serves its purpose and but I really like the song Moon Over Mexico and Refrigerator Door is really good it's a very it's way of using like something that we all grew up having things on the refrigerator door, and then it's uh, like having snapshots of your life on there. It's it's kind of a, it's unique because it's a different. It's something that you haven't really heard. A lot of people use that analogy. The before. one song that you haven't mentioned off the EP is probably my favorite. Which one? Loving on you. Oh, loving on you is phenomenal. I like that one. You always, for some reason, always, I always say you always tell me I picked the worst Luke Combs songs. The ones you I didn't like. this time. <laughs> I like that song. But well, the ones you picked in the, I mean, it's your opinion, just like it's my opinion. I mean, I'm not. A it's super, just like, I don't listen to a lot of Luke. It's, yeah. I'm not in that. Like I like the Red Dirt scene, like sound a little bit better. Yeah. And to me, that's more. It's just not the sound I like. Yeah, but I mean, he's if you, anybody listens to Luke Combs' music and says it's not country, they're just being yeah, and that's why a bitch about just, it. Just it's the white bread country well yeah but i mean if that, if that oh, makes sense to be fair a lot of the texas music guys are are not that far removed i just from like Luke a little bit sound. louder guitars and yeah and that well, a little more rock and roll well that's in your luke face. Combs, though. he's got the guitars are a rock tones. it's not what i hear a little bit crunchy want a little in your face or yeah fair enough but i mean now you're gonna get a kick out of this i got some butter on my white bread <laughs> i haven't talked about this with andy yet i literally read the other day some people saying that John Wolf was bro country and saying that he was terrible and he's some people called him a George Strait wannabe which you know if you're going to model your career after be. somebody who the freak wouldn't want to be a George Strait fan but to me he does sound a little bit like George Strait yeah he does but like how do you listen to John Wolf nobody's saying he's the top artist in Texas but he's a good artist I like his new song I really dig it uh, some old bar in the 90s but how do you listen to John Wolf and you say this cat's bro country he's not country like, get over yourself. I feel like we're doing a lot of fan bashing today, but, you know, there's been a lot of stupid shit that's been said that kind of deserves to be called out. John Wolf, <laughs> John Wolf is bro country. No. Like, yeah, if John Wolf is bro country, then Tyler Childers actually has sold out, and he's yeah. making he's making tractor rap like the rest of them. Now that you mentioned John Wolf, so I just said Aaron Watson's got a new album coming out. Yes, he does. Was it Red Bandana? Red Bandana. I'm looking forward to that. I know that's coming out soon. 
He's already yeah. got a few. He's putting singles out, though. Yeah, yeah. He's That's not, what a lot of people are doing with the new playlist format on Spotify. He's dropping Makes sense. Five. Uh, some people, I've noticed some people, instead of putting out an EP, they'll drop five singles. Yeah. This guy, I would much rather... Doing promotional singles, I would much yeah. rather be drop an EP, put all five songs on it. At once. So when you stream it or anything, it's not spread out over right. five different songs. Exactly, and you have to go and either you make put a playlist. Yeah, if you're going to put out thing. five singles at one time... Just yeah, 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 and I know some people have been doing. I think Aaron Watson. I know some people have done recently. Is they've been putting out a single a week every Friday. They'll drop a single, and they've been doing that for a while. I think that's what somewhat what Aaron Watson's done. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's kind of the difference in the Luke Combs strategy that he did versus like what Casey Donahue did, which we're a fan of a lot of his Casey Donahue songs. But the way he put them out, just like one every couple of weeks, and then it's finally they're all separated. I know this is being kind of petty and selfish on our part, but. When you have to go into Spotify and click on each one and make your own playlist. Just I mean, you're driving down the road. Uh, you, gotta, you break the law to change yeah. the song. I mean, really, we're just looking in the interest of the public safety. Yeah. For us, just put it all we're in We're doing our beat. part. Yeah. We're just, we're really, we really are the good Samaritans that are looking out for the public here. Just, you know, throw that out there. Texting and driving is bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just like drugs. Drugs are bad. Yeah. Okay. Don't text and drive. Someone <laughs> might throw a beer can at you. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean... We're we're looking forward to a lot of these new music, a lot of this new music coming out. It's a lot of good stuff that has come out, a lot of stuff that's been talked about coming out, and um, it's going to be a, a good summer and fall for music for sure. I'm still questioning on what what's going to end up being with everything that's coming out this year. Who's going to end up with an, our our album of the year? Yeah, I don't know. Because I guarantee I mean, it's not going to be the one that actually whatever the CMAs or whatever the crap yeah, is. It wins yeah. album of the year. I'm going to disagree with that. Yeah, in general, most of the time. I mean. Because there's so many people putting out albums this year. I'm yeah. curious on who's going to... Well, I know, and like, the thing is, people putting out albums that are like personal favorites of ours, like Cohen Parker. Yeah, and like by the end of the year, everybody's going to probably now, almost have forgotten that like Flatland's album yeah. came out this year. Yeah, and Flatland's album was Because that seemed a long time ago already. Yeah, yeah I, I will say that while I'm a big Co Wetzel fan, when it comes to overall quality... If I had to pick based on their last two records, I definitely would give the edge to Parker. And I feel like this probably, I could be wrong about with all this, you know, conjecture here, but I feel like it's probably going to be true again. I'm worried I'm going to have too much hope for Parker's album, though. Yeah. It's, saying, it's an expectation game. I think, game. He, I think he's right. going to be competing with uh, Flatland yeah. for on this. And I don't know if that's getting. And a, I, I didn't for have. a guy that doesn't have a single out yet. I really am a big fan of Flatland, but I didn't have unreally, un, unrealistic expectations for their record when it came out. And that's it, what I'm saying. It blew me out of the water. Homeland Security, really... in my opinion, has probably been the best record released so far. So far. So I mean, far. we're only through six months. So yeah, we're the middle of, of the year. Month, end of this month's halfway. Yeah, yeah, middle of the year. So, but, um, you know, I was talking about this with you a while back that. I'm kind of excited for the way some of country radio has changed, though, because Riley Green and Luke Combs and John Party are being a big part of the radio now. And much, I think it's everyone can agree that it's a win for country music if they're the guys that are getting played over Sam Hunt. And th- th- now i got to go on a little mini rant here. I'm a big fan of the Whiskey Riff website. I like their podcast. But those guys annoy me, me, annoy me with one thing. They act like they call out artists all the time, and sometimes they do when it's Florida Georgia Line, but then they try to make excuses for Sam Hunt. Yeah, I get it. You say Sam Hunt was being original, fair enough, but the music wasn't that good, and he bastardized the genre of country music. Like, don't make excuses for him just because you like him. What he being original about? Just whatever his style was. Because now, to be fair, he was the first one on the radio to do his style on country radio, but there have been a lot of copycatters that haven't been as as good, quote-unquote, as he, and that's their argument. But it's like, just don't make... 
don't make excuses for it. Like, well, I mean, if they would have played Katy Perry on country radio, she would have been groundbreaking the in the genre. Yeah. I mean, that makes no sense. But like I said, I enjoy their website. Those guys do do a lot of good work. But I just, that's one beef I do have with some of their stuff is they they do make excuses for some of the some of the artists. But you know, I get it. But I mean, no, Thomas Rhett did come out with a new record, and as usual, you would expect it's basically just strictly pop affair. There was one country song on the Did record. You believe I didn't listen to it. I totally believe, believe I didn't, I didn't even it. know he came out with a record. <laughs> totally believe that. But he comes out with one like his first album. I listened. To yeah, it, yeah, that was awesome. That's why, like, we posted on Twitter the other day about um, we put a link to his song, unreleased song Georgia from like five six years ago. That's the Thomas Rhett we were a fan of when we were like 18, 19 years old. Boy. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to say those songs were Song of the Year candidates because none of them were, but it was a fun record to be. I think we were 19 when it came out in college. Like, it was, a, it was a lot of fun. It was it was country enough. It was country rock, really. And then the next record, I think it was Tangled Up. He went full on pop. And look, I get it. People like it. I may not be a huge fan, but people like it. But I really think more people are kind of a fan of his and his wife's quote-unquote lifestyle and how sweet they appear to be together and look i think it's a lot of that's legit i think he is a good husband but i just think that you know people that's why the girls like to well i don't want to be offensive here it's not just girls some guys too but a lot of girls i know really i think like his music because of how him and his wife are and look fair enough but that doesn't make his music good i mean i mean do you i'm I'm not. I didn't comment on this. <laughs> I'm not going down this hole with you. Andy hates TR. <laughs> I'm not even going. I'm not. I'm not going to walk down that hallway you're trying to walk down. What? But saying his music sucks. No, about saying women like it and all that stuff. Women do like it. No, about for the reasons that you said. What? I'm not telling a lie. It's the truth. <laughs> Am I wrong about it? I don't want to get hit with a broomstick in the middle of the night. <laughs> Who's hit you with a broomstick? Nobody. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> like. Like, I don't know who's going to hit you with a broomstick. Anyways, yeah, but, like, that's I get off my soapbox on that. But, I mean, I didn't say anything that wasn't true. No comment. <laughs> you know I'm right. Hey, you just leave an opportunity to make me let myself look good. I'm okay, fair it. enough. You mean by not speaking the truth? By making yourself look bad. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I didn't say anything offensive. I just told the truth. Like I said, this is the Country and Cold Cans podcast, and we're unfiltered here. We, yeah, facts hurt. Tough. They do, yeah. I mean, just get over it. You're not going to agree with everything we say. We're not going to agree with any everybody that listens to us thinks. I mean, it's just reality. People need to get over themselves. Yeah. I mean... I mean, go listen to Tyler Childers when he headlines the CMAs next year. Yeah, when he's singing tractor rap about tailgates and girls and da- Daisy Dukes and Dixie Cups. <laughs> At least he's not singing about a Red Solo Cup. No, that... Oh, my gosh, that song sucks. <laughs> I had forgotten about that song till just then. Oh my gosh, that was a horrible abomination of a song. You think Tyler Childers is gonna ride his donkey donkey to the yeah, honky donkey? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I remember when that song came out. Jared Neiman, man, he used to put out some good traditional leaning country, and then he does that EDM dance song, uh, "Drink to That All Night," and he tried to follow that up with "Donkey," and "Donkey" really sucked. I can't remember who wrote that. You would be surprised at who wrote that. Really? I wish I could figure out how to. Just Google it real I'm quick. A, whoever wrote I can, that. I can stall. I like to talk. Everybody knows I like to talk. I'll be in front of the microphone because Jerry Neiman sucks. Well, he doesn't. I won't say he sucks. Some of his songs suck. That record he put out with all that was not good. I think he's finally kind of shifted back towards a little bit more of a traditional sound, which is good. I like really like that song Blue Bandana that he uh, he put out a few years ago. That was cool. Had a reference to Merle Fest, which is here in North Carolina. So yeah, 
anything with North Carolina or reference to North Carolina, I'm a fan of. I think of North Carolina in the same vein that a lot of our, our Texas people think about their song. I mean, their state. I mean, North Carolina, I, I think, is awesome. but I can't find it. Yeah, well, I don't know either. Oh, well. Oh, well. But Sorry to waste three minutes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You'll never get them back. Yeah, you won't. Too bad. But yeah, we're, um, I think these are going to be some, it's going to be a fun summer. Hopefully, like I said, we'll circle back around and say, hopefully Turnpike gets back together because it'll be a crying shame if they don't. It won't be this year. But, yeah. But, you know, I think that about covers anything I want to talk about. I think we got it covered. Yeah. We've we've been going long enough. Yeah, I think so too. We've been talking about donkey donkeys to the honky donkeys. I know. (laughs) 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 But, anyways, well, this wraps up another episode of the Country and Cold Cans podcast. For the Oak City Drifters, I'm Logan. And I'm Andrew. We'll see you next time.